0: hello everybody uh this is kaylin welcome back to the in my head podcast where we discuss everything from the personal to the political and um funny enough not funny enough it is about it's nearly three in the morning and i don't know why but when i for some reason when i'm like i've been putting stuff off for a long time and then i'm like okay i guess i'll just do it It's always after midnight. It's never just in the middle of the day, you know, the sun's up, nice, bright, shining, the birds are singing, you know, let me get some stuff done. No, the moment the sun goes down, I'm ready to start popping off. (laughs) I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is. Um, I'm using this little mini microphone. If you get on TikTok all the time, if you get on TikTok, you know what I'm talking about. I bought this little tiny microphone and at first I wanted to use it for my friend's pet because I was like, I'm going to catch little sniff noises and stuff. And that's going to be funny. That's what I thought. But it did not work out that way. The dog does not care about me or my microphone. And I guess I should have seen that coming. That doesn't make me any less sad. Um, I'm sure you can hear the disappointment in my voice. Maybe I'll find another dog, you know, that will make this purchase worth it. Because that's really why I bought it. I didn't buy it for this podcast. I didn't buy it for anything else. I bought it for a dog. I spent $10 on a dog that is not mine. Um, And that's okay. You know, I'm going to use this microphone. I'm going to see if it works. I'm going to see if it is helpful. Because I feel like the audio uh, of just, like, my phone it sounds fine to me. So, we'll see if this microphone is, <laughs> is helpful in any way. Hopefully, it's not, like, picking up too much noise. I, I don't know um everybody sleeps so it sh- there shouldn't be any noise hopefully i'm not t- talking too loud i can't really tell how loud i'm being because i have my headphones in um so what are we gonna talk about today I, you know what i don't really know i was gonna talk about government stuff today and then every time i thought about like oh, i'm gonna talk about government stuff i'm like oh, that makes me so tired <laughs> like i th- i just think about talking about it and i'd be like i gotta take a nap or something like i gotta get out of here but we're gonna talk a little bit about it because I have a friend, she knows who she is, and she didn't know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg was until she died, and so, if y'all don't know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg is, I mean, I can't tell you anything that you can't find on Google, or like a book, like, you know, like, it, all the information is out there, like, the woman, she was out here in these streets, living the, living the good life, and, um, yeah, and I guess, like, once you leave high school, pretty much, like, nobody really teaches you government anymore unless you take, like, a government class. Like. Like, how are you supposed to learn that stuff? So we're going to learn a little bit today. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about some basic, basic stuff, like some stuff you can, like eighth grade, Texas history, whatever, like that kind of basic stuff. Like that's what we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk a little bit about Ruth Bigginsburg or basically whatever I can think of, because, you know, my brain is not an encyclopedia. I remember like bits and pieces of information. I never, (laughs) rarely, rarely do I remember the whole story of something. So we'll talk about the little bits and pieces that, um, that I can remember. Oh. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was on the Supreme Court for y'all who don't know I don't know if I said that already but she was on the Supreme Court for a long long time I think if I'm not mistaken somebody can correct me I think Clinton Clinton is the one the president who nominated her to be on the Supreme Court I'm pretty sure I'm right and that would have been in like the 90s maybe the 80s Uh, I think the 90s that sounds right and um yeah so before I get into it how are you how are, how are how's your life mine is it, mine is something <laughs> I, it's something i'm unemployed i'm living a good life i'm sitting at home doing nothing most of the day which is how i like it i mean i know i have to get a job but like if i had it the way i wanted, it i just sit at home all day and i just play my video games and watch my television shows i would just watch rafael's drag race and i would watch youtube all day i would just do that all day and I would work two days a week if I wanted to. And like, I'm actively applying for jobs and stuff, but, but I'm like, D- but I don't want to do this. <laughs> Everybody's like, what job do you want? I was like, none. I don't want a job. I want to, I want to, I, sh- I wanted to graduate college and retire. That's what I wanted to do. But for some reason, that's not acceptable in this current society. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. I don't care. Um. But yeah, wherever, you know, if somebody's going to hire me that, I can't drive. I don't have a car. So if you're looking for someone with little to no work experience and, um, no, no driver's license, then I'm your girl. And I know those are very appealing traits and skills to have. So I don't know why I haven't been swept up yet. Actually, um, I got on Handshake, which is like, uh, like a, like a, like you can, uh, like you can look for jobs on there and it's for students. Like it's, um, it's usually through whatever school you you went to so I did it through Lamar which is what school I went to and um I put an application in for like Hamlin Williams which is some like recruitment company or something and um the closest office they have to me is Dallas and I was like okay well they probably won't call me they they don't you know this is whatever I'll just apply for it who cares that's kind of how my process has been I just applied for literally whatever and um um, I got a call from, like, a New York number one day, and I was like, I don't know who that is, so I didn't answer it, but then I got, uh, they left the voicemail, so I called them back, and, um, it was some people from Hamlin-Williams, and they were, like, I always saw, it was a guy, and he was, he was pretty nice, and he was, like, um, we saw your application on, um, on Handshake, and we just wanted to, like, see, like, where, uh, where, where are you based out of? And I was like, oh, I'm living in Houston right now. He was like, oh, okay, the closest place to you is Dallas. And he's like, I don't know how far that is from Houston because, you know, he, he said he was from New York and he didn't know. He, he's like, I haven't been to Texas. I don't know. Um, so he was like, I just wanted to make sure, like, I just wanted to see if you were at all willing to move just in case, like, because we've had a lot of people. Apparently, they've had a lot of people, um, like, apply for the job and like drop out because they didn't want to move or they just like never replied or followed up because they assumed like the company was assuming they didn't want to move. And so he was like, I just want to make sure that like that's in the cards for you. Like that would be an option because we don't want to just like waste your time, waste, my, waste our time, dah, dah, dah. And I was like, and I said, yes. Am I willing to move to Dallas? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, I have family in Dallas. I literally have one aunt and one uncle and that's the, those are the only people I know in Dallas and my godparents, but I haven't talked to them since I was little, I mean, since I was young and so, um, it does make me nervous, Dallas is very far away from Houston, I would rather be San Antonio, it's a little closer, and I know a lot of people in San Antonio, because I went to school there, and I like San Antonio, it's a very nice city, and Dallas scares me more than San Antonio does, and I feel like I could get around San Antonio better than Dallas, and San Antonio's a little smaller than Dallas, this is all a tangent, because it's not important, I, I'm probably not even gonna end up going there, but, um, but yeah, they called me and they, they just went, I said, well, I guess if my application was trash, they wouldn't have called me. But who knows? Maybe they're calling everybody. I don't know. I didn't ask because I was confused as to why they called me in the first place. So I didn't know what to do. Um, but yeah, that's my update for my life or that as- aspect of my life. <laughs> if I sound crazy, it's because I'm, t- I'm, I'm kind of tired. Like I'm not sleepy. Like I'm awake. Like if I lay down, I don't think I would fall asleep but I'm still a little groggy anyway okay um let's talk about the government a little bit so our government is in shambles I don't know if you guys know this it's in shambles um I don't know if anybody that doesn't know me well is ever going to listen to this podcast I mean maybe maybe not I don't know I don't know but i don't like our current president i think he's trash i think he belongs at a dumpster i think he's ugly yeah we can talk about it We can talk- this is the one time that it's okay to just be like you're not qualified because you're ugly you're so ugly you're not qualified to do anything you're barely qualified to breathe my earth's air let alone be the president of the united states that's how i feel about um 45 and um just ugly on the inside and out really disgusting as a human being um uh racist homophobic just uh, just i mean sexist, I mean like you know what are you like you disgust me, I hate you, um, I wish I could throw a shoe at him like they did at George Bush back in like the two thousands, like that guy who threw a shoe at George Bush, if you haven 't seen the video of a guy of the guy throwing a shoe at George Bush and George Bush dodging it you 're missing out because it 's really funny, and i i 'll tell you this right now i wouldn 't miss. Do I have aim? No. But I would I would I would find some um I would find my inner Katniss Everdeen and and I would hit him with a shoe. I would do it. You know one time I was listening to another podcast, I was listening to a podcast, Grace Helbig's podcast, and um she always asks asks her guests, um, if you could throw cold spaghetti at someone, who would it be? And I think Tyler Oakley or somebody said Donald Trump and I said, Wow. I do want to throw cold spaghetti at him. That'd be, it's like not too violent, but like, it'd be funny and it would like feel good. So that's how I feel. Um, but yeah. And, um, so if you don't know also, so we have a Republican president and the, we have the House of Representatives and we have the Senate at this current point in time, the Senate is majority Republican and the House is majority Democrat. And so we have a, what we call, what we call in social studies, a bicameral system, which is two cha- we have two chambers, which is the House and the Senate. That That's what it is. And that's the legislative branch. The president is the executive branch, the Supreme Court, and all the lower courts are the judicial, you know, all this, this is simple, this is simple. Um, so in the Senate, our current majority leader is Mitch McConnell. Now, you've probably heard this man's name in the news, this turtle looking um i don't know just aarp reject like this man is also disgusting i hate him um he's ugly he also doesn't belong on my earth um or beyonce's earth sorry i keep calling it my earth is beyonce's earth i really apologize for that um i hate him he's disgusting and what 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 business do you have looking like a turtle human hybrid like it doesn't make sense like I mean the inspiration for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is Mitch McConnell I I mean that is unofficial I I, you know I can't cite my sources they would rather be anonymous but I I'm pretty sure I heard that that Mitch McConnell is the inspiration for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I said what I said okay but anyway so let's let's flashback let's go back in time to um 2015 to 2016 era you know Arrival came out in 2016 wow Amy Adams also got robbed of another Oscar wow um what else happened in 2015-2016 what songs came out that year I think I think 25 by Adele came out in 2015 so that's a good thing um I somebody can google that I have no idea if that's right if I'm right wow, I feel really proud about proud of myself but anyway so, you know, I forget who left the Supreme Court, but somebody left the Supreme Court. Who cares? They're gone now. It doesn't matter. And, oh, I think Scalia had died. I think Antonin Justice Antonin Scalia had died. He was also a trash human being. Not that I would wish death upon anybody, but he, was, he had an ugly heart. And um, so he died. And then Obama was going to have to, you know, um, nominate a new person. And he nominated a man named Merrick Garland. A lot of people like Merrick Garland, they said he was like, I don't think he was like a super, you know, progressive liberal judge or nothing like that. But I think he was like, he was acceptable. You know, he was liberal leaning. He would have been a good addition. Um, People respected him. Uh, Even like, you know, moderates and Republicans respected him. And Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, who's another senator uh, from North Carolina, um, they decided just kidding, we're not going to. Put the vote through so the senate so when the president nominates a supreme court pick the senate has to confirm them so you have to get a majority vote in the senate to to get on the supreme court um and so but at the time this the senate was controlled by republicans so not good timing for obama um hold on a second so yeah um controlled by republicans and so they just decided that they weren't going to vote. They just decided like even though they had the majority and they probably could have rejected the vote, like they probably could have just turned him down like, you know, reject vetoed the president's pick or whatever, however, however you call it. Um but but they just decided we're not going to vote at all. And you know, the Senate majority leader gets to decide things like that and the senior senators, all of them, they get to decide that stuff. So Mitch McConnell's like no, we're not doing it. The reason his reasoning was it was an election year. It was 2016. So it was an election year. And he said, we can't have, we can't be nominating Supreme Court justices during an election year. That's ridiculous. We have to listen to the people. The the people are going to elect a whole new president. And we have to listen to the will of the people in America. And they're going to elect a new president. And that president is going to have the listen to the will of the people and, and nominate a Supreme Court justice. Like, it's all about America, the Americans, the average Americans, we have to listen to them. Essentially, seeing the president as an extension of, you know, the union, Americans, we as people, which is obviously not true. It never has been. Um, whether your favorite gets elected or not, that's just never true. Um, so that was his reasoning in 2016. And, and Lindsey Graham, senator from north carolina lindsey graham said yeah he agreed with him big time these were the like two of the biggest proponents at the time of not electing a supreme court pick during an election year that's very important they they were the main two people who said that we and and lindsey graham is quoted as saying you can use this against me in the future we will not elect supreme court picks during an election year you can use this against me in the future he said that those are his words i don't know if those exactly his words but it's the same sentiment that's exactly what he said let's fast forward to 2020 you already know what you already know what's up so Ruth Bader Ginsburg I mean Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies and I pulled it up on Twitter I saw it on Twitter while I was at home getting ready for a party actually and um I I was sitting on the couch and my mom was there and I was I was scrolling through my phone and I gasped like loud like it, like it looked like I was like I, I can't reenact the gasp because it was such a genuine moment like of surprise and shock because you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg had been in and out of the hospital she's battled cancer like three four times or something crazy like that and um um and every time she was trending everybody would freak out and she'd be in the hospital but then she would be fine You, know, well she would she would be okay she would she would she would recover and so you know every time something would happen she would always recover and we'd be like okay she's fine like she's gonna stay with us and then just one day like it just happened just suddenly she was just gone and um my mom was like, "What happened?" And I was like, "I couldn't even get the words out." I was like, I, I, "I, can't. Like, it doesn't matter." I, I told her it doesn't matter because I couldn't talk. I was like, "I'll tell you. Like, I can't talk to you right now about this." And I was like, trying to figure out what had happened. And, and then I had told her what happened. And, she, and my mom was like, "She's been around so long. Like, I can't believe she's still been here." And I was like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg said she was trying to live long enough to see this president, to see the next president. She was trying to live long enough to stay on the Supreme Court until Donald Trump got out of office. Those are her words. Like, that's what she wanted. She was trying really hard to stay healthy and to stay on the Supreme Court because she didn't want him to get a third pick. To get a third Supreme Court pick. So he, so um, Donald Trump has nominated Neil Gorsuch. That was his first pick. He got confirmed. He's on the Supreme Court now. His second pick was Brett Kavanaugh, who got accused of like sexual assault and all this kind of crazy stuff. That was a whole big ordeal. Um, So we have a, you know, a rapist and allegedly um, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas is also sexual assault her on the supreme court um um but yeah uh so those are trump's two picks so if 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 he if he can get a third through before november it'll be crazy like he'll have packed the court essentially three justices and for one president is is crazy obama got two I think clinton got two i think baby bush got two like it's usually two so a third is like that's a big big just one more is a huge huge deal um and it's it's scary to think about uh i think i think trump already announced who his pick is going to be or who his nominee is and it's some woman named amy something or other let me see if i can okay this is going to be really boring because i'm going to google what it what her name is so you can all look her up and see how truly horrible she is um i'm sure she's trash i've I've only seen her name okay her name is amy coney barrett and um she is conservative and we all know that of course he wasn't gonna pick some he wouldn't even pick some middle ground person of course um but she's definitely she's like you know big time against abortion she said that she's um, into overturning Roe v. Wade, which if you don't know Roe v. Wade, it, you know, gives, um, women the right to an abortion in America. Um, yeah, and so if, if we, if she gets, if she gets confirmed, we will have a majority of conservative Supreme Court for the first time in a while, and it'll be scary. That's really scary to think about. A lot of, a lot of good things could be turned backwards. I mean, you know, abortion is just one thing. Could you imagine them repealing gay marriage in America? I, 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 that to me, to me, that seems ridiculous. Like I couldn't imagine living in an America where, where that was like suddenly illegal again, but it, it could happen. And I'm not trying to be like hyperbolic and be scary because I'm like, they would never overturn gay marriage. That's ridiculous. That'd be so crazy. Um, but it could, but you, you know what they would do? Because right now it, it's a federal law. So, the Supreme Court is on a federal level. That means the whole country, right? Um, so, as of right now, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, as of right now, um, it's, it's legal in America. So, I, what I think the Supreme Court would do to not seem too bad, like, they'd be like, oh, it's a state issue. Like, we're going to leave it up to the states. Like, if your state wants gay rights, or gay rights, <laughs> if your states want gay marriage then you can have it but like that's not for us to decide that's how they're going to get around it and then it's going to be up to the states again and then places like texas florida alabama we'll be right back to where we were in 2008 because these are the states that are gonna the south mainly and there's some you know some other states um not just in the south that will probably you know make it not legal again and and then it'll be like, the country divided will have some states that where you can get married, some states where you can't, whereas right now it's legal, you know, it's the law of the land. Um, so that's kind of crazy to think about. And that's what I think they would do. They wouldn't, the Supreme Court wouldn't be like, oh no, you can't, gay marriage is legal everywhere. They wouldn't do that. They would just be like, it's a state's rights issue. Because that, that was kind of their like platform before. They didn't want to seem too anti-gay. So they were like, no yeah mm -hmm, yeah no the states can mm -hmm, you can you can get married if if your state wants to like knowing damn well that in in texas they are not gonna allow that to happen or in florida they're not gonna well maybe florida's weird alabama they're not gonna allow that to happen you know what i mean so back to lindsey graham and his punk ass um (laughs) sorry i'm trying not to really curse on this podcast but i hate him so much So remember when I said, I got off a little bit, but remember when I said, he said, oh, you can use my words against me. So cut to 2020 and him and Mitch McConnell are trying to get the Supreme Court nominee voted in. They're trying to get the vote to happen before Donald Trump, before the next election which is November the 3rd please vote November the 3rd I think so let me double check the calendar I don't want to be telling you the wrong date because then I look like a ninny and I don't want to look like a ninny and I'm supposed to be the political person here okay yes November the 3rd please everybody vote there's also early voting if you don't want to be in those long lines you can also mail in your ballot if you want more information on mailing in your ballot please let me know I will get it for you um also go to vote.org that's vote.org it has everything you need it'll tell you if you are registered. it'll tell you who your representatives are you can go to your county's um uh, clerk website just google whatever your county is county clerk um also your state secretary of state will also have a lot of good information on that website it's really easy to find um just please vote for everything not just the president but please vote for the president please don't vote for donald trump again i can't handle another four years i will cry i will break down you will see me break down you will not like me as a person okay Anyway, so lindsey graham and um what's-his-face um turtle man are trying to get this vote in and they don't they're, they're like yeah use our words against us when they say use our words against us they can say you can use them but that don't mean we're gonna listen I think that's what they meant like use my words against me and am I gonna look like a hypocrite of course but I don't care because in their minds, I think they're like uh, we're the moral authority of the land. Like we know what's best, and this president, you know, we want our. They're trying to think of like the future. They want a stronghold on America for even after they die, because the Supreme Court pick is a pick for life. And this woman doesn't look old. She looks pretty young. Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, they're pretty young compared to like you know, Ginsburg was up in her eighties and stuff. They, they're, they're young. They're youngins. You know, they're young. They're they're young bloods compared to the others. And um, they could be there for years. They could be there up until like me and my generation's in like t- till we're like forty, 50, you know, fifty years old. It's possible, um, and that makes me uncomfortable. And um, I just don't know. You know, I just don't know what's gonna happen with that. And it's it sucks because it's like even with the whole like Lindsey Graham thing, like. It doesn't matter if we use our, his words against him because they're gonna do what they want to do. They have the majority in the Senate. Like that's power. That is that is heavy power, especially the Senate because because of their Supreme Court, like the power they have to um, nominate people or confirm people to the Supreme Court. That's a big big power that they have. Um, because like if the House was involved, we might be a little safer because the House has a democratic a democratic um, majority right now. <sighs> So that's that. I know I sound really, I sound fed up. I sound tired, huh? I sound defeated, but I'm not defeated. I, I, I'm i hoping because the Democrats can be so incompetent because I just hope that they can pull through and, and pull this out for us one time. I just need them to pull something out for us one time and not give in. I need them to like take Lindsey Graham's words and shove them down his throat. I need them to, to be so serious and, and to just slander their, I know slander seems like a bad idea, but I need them to go on the news and need to go to every media outlet and slander and drag lindsey graham and mitch mcconnell's name through the mud and tell them like remember what you said in 2016 like like how can you trust somebody who talks like that like how can you trust somebody who tells you that you know they have all this integrity and all this honor and honor and all this honor and stuff that's for people who know who Zuko is but and and then they go back on their word. What, what's to say that they won't do that again with like something like conservatives want? Like they're just interested in what they want. They're not interested in what the people want, obviously, because their whole argument in 2016 was we want what the people want. And now they're like, F what the people want. We're going to elect who we want to elect um, when we want to elect them. So that's kind of where it is right now. And I just don't understand. I, whatever, whatever, whatever. I, doesn't understand. I don't understand. It doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter, but I'm just so tired sometimes of, of, about all this stuff going on. And I really, I'm hoping that times like this, I really wish Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was in the Senate because I'm going to tell you right now, if AOC was in the Senate, she would be, she would, she would rip, she would rip Mitch McConnell's spine out through his throat. That's what she would do. She, she wouldn't be playing. She'd be on these streets telling him, telling him, telling him what they can shove and where they can shove it she she would be playing no games okay she's from the bronx <laughs> i'm just kidding she is from the bronx but not that that matters but she don't play games and I, I hope she becomes a senator one day or like i want her to be like a higher up you know the senate i'm, tell, I'm gonna tell you right now the House of representatives does great things but the senate is more powerful and we all know it let's not even play games if not just because of their power in the over the Supreme Court, like if I'm honest, um that's my opinion. Um, but yeah, and but yeah, I wish AOC was there because she's the only. She's not the only person I believe in, but I like the way she talks. Let's go go on an AOC tangent for just a second. I like the way she talks because she doesn't f around. She doesn't play no game. Like one time, I forgot. Maybe it was Anderson Cooper, but she she was doing an interview on the news. And they were like, do you think that our current president is racist? And she was like, yeah, yeah, of course, no doubt he's a racist. And I was like, ha, you don't understand how powerful that is for a elected official currently in office to call the current president racist, because so many people have been dancing around it. I mean, so many like, you know, elected officials have been dancing around it. Democrats and liberals included except for like you know you know far left people like Bernie but like nobody had said that Nancy Pelosi who is the um who is the uh speaker of the house for the house of Rep- she's the leader of the house of representatives basically um the speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi even she wouldn't really say it like I, I've never heard her say those words so definitively like, she's, like, spoken out against Donald Trump, obviously. She's like, he sucks, he's bad, da da da, da. But, but AOC gets out there and she's like, he's a racist pig and he's stupid and I hate him. I said, that's, mm-hmm. And I I don't think, because Democrat because, like, politicians are so old. Like, they're so old that they don't know what, like, people my age and our generation, what we like to do. Like, they don't understand us. We like to be straightforward. We're like, yeah, tell him he's racist. Tell him he's Like, we want to hear you say it. We want to know where you stand. We wanna We want a definitive stance we don't want you to be like oh we basically i would say that millennials and gen z we don't play respectability politics like oh i have to be all prim and proper and you can't like disrespect people on the senate floor and you can't say disrespectful things no 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 i'm gonna say what i gotta say and i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it how how i want to say it that's how aoc is that's why I like a rashida tlaib is another um is another representative in the in the house she says it how it is like ilhan omar is another representatives is another representative she says it how it is those three women they 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 never like sugarcoat anything like they never say like oh he was he's racially insensitive they say no he's racist and he shouldn't be here that's how they talk and that's that's what i like and that's what i think people my age like i could be completely wrong (laughs) i could be completely wrong but that's 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 how i feel um I could maybe I'll do a whole episode on AOC because in her whole life because what a woman she's like 28 already elected to already elected to like a really high position in the government I mean like wow in 2018 she was a bartender and then she got elected that year what an icon what an icon y'all don't get it she's an icon um there are Not enough, A- I mean, there's so many AOC stands, but there still are not enough AOC stands, in my humble opinion, and that's just how I feel about it. <laughs> I need more AOC stands. Uh. <sighs> okay, I'll stop talking about her, I will stop talking about her. Um, I just want to keep talking about her. um so, uh, what else can we talk about? That's pretty much, that's what's going on right now with the whole Supreme Court stuff and, it, and how it scares me and how I'm angered by it, but also like really hoping the Democrats come through for us and that they like filibuster or they block a vote or they do something like fil- also if like, I don't know if I should explain what a filibuster is. <laughs> I could explain that later. You could Google it. Filibuster is basically just like you get up there and talk a lot so that they can't vote or something like that. I don't know. Y'all I don't know um that's my basic understanding of, of a filibuster. Guess what we're gonna do? We should just have a segment called Google with Kaylin. Um okay a filibuster is a political procedure where one or more members of Congress debate over a proposed piece of legislation so as to delay or entirely prevent a decision being made on the proposal. So you basically just talk so they can't do nothing you just talk for hours and, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and then they can't do nothing i think bernie sanders filibuster for like 18 hours or something one time i can't remember um that might be overestimating <laughs> but it was like a long time and you can't pee or something like that like you can't like i think you get like one pee break oh no sorry bernie Sanders' speech lasted eight hours and 37 minutes so not quite 18 but that's still a long time eight to talk can you talk for well <laughs> maybe you can talk for eight hours and 37 minutes i don't know you i don't think i could talk for eight hours that's maybe an hour maybe two i'd be like i'm hungry i have to be i'm irritated i wonder what the longest filibuster is longest filibuster in u.s history we are really googling today okay so the longest one was in the 1930s um for 24 hours and 18 minutes that's okay that's all day they filibustered all day see nobody has that kind of stamina anymore that's why we don't have those 24 hour filibusters um, but filibusters can really come in handy when you want to block a really trash piece of legislation, um, or a law, you know, a law or whatever. Y'all, I'm tired. <laughs> Even just, I, 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 I really can't explain how like emotionally and psychologically draining <laughs> it is to think about all of this stuff going on, but I'm still hopeful. I don't want it to sound like, oh, always me. And we're doomed and blah, blah. No, no, no. I need you to vote. I need you to tell your friends to vote. And, you know, we're all going to be, this too shall pass, you know. Um, But you got to vote. And I'm trying to stay optimistic until after the election. So I'm just going to say, let's just vote and let's try to win. Um, Let's try to vote against the racist in office, Donald J. Trump. I hate him. He's ugly. I hate him. How are you this ugly? Somebody once said, (laughs) I once heard somebody say, How can you be so rich and still so ugly? And that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Because when you have that much money, you can pay to look good. Hunty. You should not have any excuses. Okay? I just don't understand. I just don't understand. So. (sighs) Yeah. So RIP to RBG because Ruth Bader Ginsburg, back to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, sorry, that was a big flip, but she, um, she was one of the first, like, like, judges to really, especially Supreme Court judges, she was one of the first to really, like, um, be such a staple of pop culture, like, people in pop culture, like, who were involved in pop culture loved her, there's, like, so much merch with just (laughs) notorious RBG on it, like, um, because she she knows what's up. She like just I really highly 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 recommend reading some of the opinions she's written on like Supreme Court cases. Um, so when the Supreme Court uh, makes a decision, they write an opinion, which is basically like um, the majority writing what their decision is and why they decided that. And if there are judges who disagreed, who are in the you know in the minority, they can. I don't think they have to, but they can write a dissenting opinion, which is like, um, here's why we disagree with the majority's opinion. Um, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg has written a good number of dissents, dissenting opinions in her life. And they're all great reads. They are, they're scathing. She knows how to pistol whip the, she knows how to pistol whip those other judges (laughs) with her words, um, Yeah, um, she, I was reading through some of her dissenting opinions, some of her, some of the things, some of of the opinions she wrote, um, for some of the laws that they, uh, did pass and agree on, um, and she's just such a champion for, like, women, like, main thing, she's a champion for every, like, um, like, minority that's been prejudiced against, I don't think that's correct grammar, but you know what I mean, um, like, um, every marginalized group, is what I'm trying to say, she, she really had their backs, she's had our, our backs, um, fought for, she fought for, like, girls, women, sorry, women to be allowed into this military institute, and she was like, y'all will be better if y'all have some women in here, like, you'll be better for it, you'll see, and, um, she wrote the opinion for that, um, I think she won, I think she, I think won, but I think she, um, um, I think the Supreme Court had the majority of, like, letting women into this military institute in, like, Virginia or something. So, they all agreed that women should be let in. Um, so, that was a big deal. And, um, when they re when they, um, I don't know if y'all know, but, um, when Obama had the Affordable Care Act, when he enacted the Affordable Care Act, it made it mandatory for, um, for, um, uh, employers to allow women to have, um, um, like, like birth control and, and all that kind of stuff, um, in their, uh, insurance. So they had to provide that in the insurance birth control. I'm not sure if abortions were kind of, I doubt it was because that's a touchy one. I don't think they would, they would let them put that in an insurance package (laughs) if I'm honest, but, but, but birth control and, and, um, for women specifically, um, they they it was it was a mandate you had to have that available for women at your company in in their insurance um to pay for it and then um i don't know who came out the republicans you know the whole lot of them were like that's not fair you have to repeal that mandate i'm sure it was like companies too who didn't want to pay for women's birth control which is stupid um because it's a health care issue and you provide health care birth control is a health care issue Abortion is a healthcare issue and, um, it should be provided just like any other healthcare that is provided by employers. Um, and, um, the Supreme Court, um, voted to get rid of that mandate. So employers are no longer, um, required to, um, provide birth control and those kinds of things for women in their company. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg wrote the dissenting opinion on that. She said, y'all are wrong. This is a dumb decision. Um, women um, should be provided for it. Like, p- we're all so dependent on our health insurance um, provided by our employer. We're all so dependent on it. And women should have the right to plan their lives the way they want to plan it. And if that means birth control until they're ready to have kids or if they're never ready to have kids, then they need this. It's a health care issue. They need to work and provide for themselves and whatever family they do have. And this is a way that they can do that responsibly. And she said, y'all are stupid. The court is stupid for this. She didn't say those words, but you know what I mean? Um, but She just always had women's backs. She just always had minorities backs. Like, like she was the one. I, I still am like, I'm still kind of like messed up that we lost her. Man, I'm, um, Yeah. That's really sad. We lost we lost one of the best legal minds in in American history. That's what I want y'all to take from this. We've lost one of the best legal minds in American history, and I don't want us to take her or her legacy for granted. And I want us to I want us to vote in remembrance of her. That's how you're going to honor RBG. I know you didn't know her. I know we didn't know her personally. But she gave a lot to this country. And she gave a lot to us. And guess how we're going to repair We're going to go vote Donald Trump out of us. Because that's what she wanted. And that's what we owe her. Um, at least that's what I feel like I owe her. I don't know if you're going to feel as serious about this as I do. But I take that woman very seriously. um, And I take what she did for this country very seriously. And I don't want to be a lawyer or a judge or anything like that. But that what an inspiration she is to me. So I know she's an inspiration to all these women out there um who want who want to be involved in the government and in the legal system um, and she trailblazed for like because you know when she was coming up you know the woman's old she was old when she was coming up um they weren't taking women seriously in the workplace they're like you want to be a lawyer you want to be a judge you need to go back to the kitchen like it was them days and she said i don't care i'm gonna do what i gotta do she was saucy y'all should go watch. Um, it's called rbg it's a um it's a documentary i think it's on hulu but they might have moved it around um it might be on netflix or something else but it's just called rbg please please watch it it is it talks about her life it's so interesting i think it won some awards it's pretty good um if you just want to learn about her if you just want to be inspired by this woman who just didn't let age get her down didn't let gender get her down like she said i don't care i'm doing what i gotta do um really we wouldn't be where we are today without her fighting for how she like the way she fought and what she fought for like what an icon i can't stress it enough um yeah man wonderful okay i should probably end this i should probably end this i could talk more about rbg i could talk more about aoc that rhymes am i a rapper absolutely not um but yeah so if you're going to take away anything from this (laughs) you know just to reiterate please watch that documentary um go to vote.org that's v-o-t-e.org um to see if you're registered to vote to see what you have to do to get registered to vote um to see when the election is. When early voting is. If you are stressed about long lines or COVID and stuff. Please go early voting. Nobody's there. Like early voting is like 10 days. It's like a week and a half of just early voting. You can make the time. If you're in line before 7. They cannot kick you out. If you're in line. Like let's say you're polling places from 10 to 6. If you're in line at 6. They have to let you vote. And you can tell them I said that. Not that they know who I am or care. <laughs> but um. I don't know if a lot of people know that also big tip big tip you find a sample ballot a sample ballot just tells you like okay who's on the list who am i voting for da, 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 da for your county um and you can literally just you can just google it harris county sample ballot 2020 blah 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 and you can print it out check off on that piece of paper who you want to vote for take that with you to the polling place and you can show it to them and everything. Well, you don't have to show it to them. But you can just be like, this is my sample ballot that I printed out. And you can use that to vote on the machine. Because, you know, it's digital. We should go to paper ballots again. But whatever. That's a whole different debate. Um, but take that with you. Because, you know, some some elections, we have a lot of things to vote for. Judges, commissioners, school council. You know, if you're going to get flustered, it might feel like a lot. Sometimes there's like two things to vote for. You never know. Um it's a lot to keep up with so just find a sample ballot print it out check it before you go vote and then take it with you to go vote I think that's very useful I did that one time it was super helpful because I got to sit down and google everybody and like you know not everybody but like a, the, the majority and and decide who I wanted to vote for and I just stick with me and I just went boop 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 enter that's what it did boop 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 enter that's what it, that's what happened that's what voting sounds like if, if voting had a sound it'd be boop 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 boop, boop enter <laughs> Deli- I, de- I have hit delirium but yeah vote.org is very good who are my org is also very good if you want to know um like your state senate and your state representative those people are very important too don't just think the president and and the fe- on the federal level is important you have to know who your state senate is that's very important um because you know if the supreme court reveals gay marriage guess who is going to vote for your state you know the governor you know who your governor is Like those are the people who are going to decide that kind of stuff. Um, Or, you know, abortion laws and all that birth control mandates, all that kind of stuff that affects minorities and women mostly. Um, I keep flipping this page in my notebook, like anything's on it. And it's just a blank page. Like I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) I don't know why it's doing that, why I'm doing that. Um, But yeah, we, um, I guess I can talk. um, I should probably stop talking. Oh my God um, I don't know if I should talk about, uh, mail-in voting right now or not, because with COVID, um, some states are trying to allow mail-in voting everywhere, like, usually you only mail-in vote if you're going to be out of the county, like, if you're going to be out of town on vacation, or let's say you go to school in a different county than you're registered in, you can mail-in vote, and that's usually, or if you're over 65 and you're disabled, those are usually the only people who get to vote mail-in, but some counties are trying to be like, well, you know, it's COVID, and if you're scared to go in, like outside physically, you can just mail it in. Now Texas, you know, we're te- for some reason conservatives don't like mail-in. Well, Donald Trump. I take that back. Donald Trump doesn't like mail-in voting, so now all the other conservatives who are up his butt are against it now too. They're like, no, it's not. We can't count on it. It's not reliable. They're gonna fake the votes. Da 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 da. Which is there's no basis for that. Like we mail-in votes all the time. It's fine. Um so yeah there there's that so I don't know how it's going to be in Harris County which is where I live um I don't know how it's going to be in Texas for mail-in voting and stuff I would just say be prepared to throw on your mask throw on your face shield wear some gloves bring your hand sanitizer and go just be prepared because I was depending on the mail-in voting to come through and for just them to allow everybody to mail-in vote but they might not do that um you okay don't tell anybody but what you could do is if you know somebody who lives out of the county you could send the mail-in ballot to their house because all you have to do is have all you have to do is have is have an address that's outside of your county and they will send you a mail-in ballot so if you know somebody who lives in montgomery county for example send it to their house go pick it up fill it out and then mail it back they'll never know they're stupid they'll never know. <laughs> i'm just kidding um but you can do that it's an option if you're desperate And you're really scared because i get people who are really scared um i completely respect that okay that's gonna be all um i hope you enjoyed this i rambled i went on tangents i got lost i hopefully covered everything and didn't leave any holes um please vote november the 3rd that is november the 3rd i'll find out dates for early voting i'm sure we'll know soon it's probably already posted i just don't i haven't checked because i'll be tired i just want to look at memes i just want to haha i just want to (laughs) laugh Um, also want to see a new movie. I haven't seen a new movie in so long. Okay. Anyway, that's, we're really going to stop. We're going to stop. Okay, people peace out.